Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Josh. I'm Matt. And we're here to discuss, I guess, first, Tech's 4127 victory over the UTSA Roadrunners. And this is probably the saddest I've ever felt after a win. <laughs> oh, uh, absolutely. What about you guys? Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'll kind of start off here. It feels good to be 9-3 and three whenever I thought that we win very many games this season or fooled myself and would win very many games this season. So it feels good to win. It feels good to go to another bowl game. Obviously, it feels good to keep the streak alive, hopefully, with the bowl wins. It just sucks because we need to have a whole other podcast segment about what if. <laughs> yeah, I figured we could start with just talking about this game. That way we can get that out of the way and start complaining about the conference situations. Well, I, mean, I, well, I guess to kind of expound upon what I was saying, we had a great game out of our quarterback, Jamar Smith. <laughs> uh, he, yep. was tw- he was 25 for 35. <laughs> 331 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, I yeah. Have drink more beer. <laughs> so, Matt, in your opinion, did Tech go and did Tech die? Yeah, I mean, they went, they didn't die, came out victorious. There were a couple of times where some boneheaded things were done, like the the targeting at the end sucked because he was yeah, not a great way to go out on the yeah, no. night for yeah, Colin and, Scott there. And he's going to be out for the first half of our bowl game, which we'll see what that means when it happens. But that was kind of boneheaded. And just keeping UTSA in the game when they really shouldn't have been uh, and ultimately come away with the win. But yeah, we did go. Did not die. Yeah, what do you yeah. think, Evan? Oh, Josh. Yeah, I mean, oh, uh, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Uh, go, Evan. <laughs> I was in the car um, driving back from Thanksgiving for the first half. And thankfully, I guess the game was delayed because I got to watch the second half. But unfortunately, I already knew by the time I got home that Tech was eliminated from title game contention. So the second half was kind of bittersweet. You know, it just felt like a game. And as Matt said in our chat, every time Jamar threw a dime, it was just like, I'm more angry now because... You know, maybe we'll have a segment later about what if, but like if we if Jamar played last week against UAB, we would have torched them. They would have gotten murdered. And yeah. I know that yeah. like that's easy to say. They still have a good defense, whatever, but like we almost beat them with a quarterback who was literally just asked to manage the game, you know? And Jamar would have been letting it rip and Yeah. yeah. So it um, sucks. Yep. Kind of watching UAB's game today for me, just because I had three games on at the same time for a while, it surprised me that Aaron Allen didn't throw any interceptions against UAB. It kind of made his performance stand out a little bit to me, just in a UAB's defense is very good at getting turnovers and having the FAU Southern Miss game on the other tab. FAU <laughs> like leads, FAU has like 15 interceptions on the year, and the next best CUSA team is like eight. They're insane with the number of picks that they have. Yeah, the future's bright then, I guess. Take away from that little nugget. Maybe Aaron, I mean, don't do this. Don't. Don't don't do this. What, what do you mean? Don't, mean, don't give me hope for next year. Come on now. Aaron Allen's going to win three straight Heismans, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that prediction, but I, <laughs> I I do think he's I think he's a terrific athlete. I think he's got a great arm, makes good decisions, mobile. He's going to be, as, as far as I'm concerned, he will, pending injury or transfer portal, uh, be a three-year starter. So yeah. something to look forward to. Yeah. You know what's funny too? We we talk about the what if game for what if Jamar had played, but Jamar's suspension was handed down apparently before the North Texas game, but they appealed it. What if he had not played against North Texas, who we beat fifty-two to seventeen um, with Jamar? So let's assume we don't win fifty-two to seventeen, but maybe still win, and then we'd have him back against UAB. 
Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. New ways to be sad. Uh, it just raises raises more questions than answers. But anyway, let's keep going. Yeah, Josh, how do you think about this game? We're going to keep jumping back. No, I didn't this. even say anything about the game, really. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, <laughs> but you had a chance to. The, the game was fine, I guess. You know, we fighting scored 41 back. points and won. <laughs> Evan's fighting back tears. <laughs> Griffin E. Bear was great. Oh, yeah. That's all I got. That's my all boy. I got. Yeah, oh, Griffin yeah. A. Bear. Let's see. Uh, Phenomenal. Super excited about him. Yeah, I Griffin Bear, three catches, 92 yards, and two touchdowns. And the two catches that I saw in the second half were great catches. So Yeah, I'm not saying he's the next Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, or Tony Gonzalez, but is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not a tight end. But <laughs> I, I'm a more of a, an Antonio Gates kind of guy, but you know. He's kind of got that hybrid tight end physique slash wide receiver physique. So, yeah, he's one he's one to look out for. And again, he's a returner. I think he's only a redshirt sophomore. So yeah. yeah. Josh, give us your thoughts immediately. <laughs> immediately? Um, sadness, annoyance, despair. I didn't ask your, didn't ask your emotion. I gave you your thoughts. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I confuse us sometimes. Man, I mean, is this like, this is a good season? And yet all of us are disappointed in it. So, I mean, that's yeah. a good thing, I guess, in a sense. The goalposts also moved a little bit throughout the year. Like If we look at what we predicted going in, I think none of us said that we'd make the, win the championship this year. No. We all seem pretty set on that. And as the team looks better and better, we move the goalpost further and further or close or whatever it is whatever the analogy is just saying that well maybe we can win okay yeah now we're favored to win okay now now we're going to win and then to have it ripped away like that in the most tech-like fashion really kind of makes you think that really i guess really just adds to the despair of the situation it does well and even even that it's not really a tech-like fashion because like we didn't just lose a baffling game we we did whatever our players did and you know basically took ourselves out of contention for for whatever you know like if you want to blame the players for whatever they allegedly did or if you want to blame the athletics council for punishing them so strictly or whatever i don't ultimately tech just like found a new way to tech it up right (laughs) right We didn't just lose to ODU, right? Like we, (laughs) we... I don't even want to know what they did at this point. If they ever did reveal it, and it was something that was just inconceivably not worthy of the suspension handed down, then I think that would just make us sadder. Like if it was something really, really insanely, yeah, just something that wasn't even worth that kind of violation. Uh, But you know, best not dwell on that, right? Yeah. So, uh, do we have a player of the game for this game, or do we just skip over that? Yeah, Griffin Abear. Griffin Abear. Jamar Smith. Yeah, Jamar. I want to highlight. Yeah, I want to highlight a UTSA player just because we made fun of his name, so I feel like we owe him some respect. Sincere McCormick, 17 carries, 119 yards. That's an average of seven yards per carry. Pretty good. Right off a 51 yarder there. He looked to be one of the better parts of this team going in, and he proved himself to be that. And he's a true freshman, also. I don't know if we mentioned that on the preview. Christ, I did not know that. So UTSA, like, they have a lot of really, really young players. When I was listening to Nitz um, on the radio call before during the like two hour delay they were filling time by a playing the inside bulldog football uh show but then they were also talking a lot about utsa's team and how young they are and like they competed in some games you know like they were close to being in this game at the end right you know henderson had that fumble and if they had scored there it's it's a one touchdown game so i mean oh well but anyway they're a young team they've got some skill moving forward obviously i 
don't think Frank Wilson's going to be their coach, so we'll see what happens. Right. But whoever takes over um, for Frank Wilson might be in a good spot next year. Chad Morris. No. <laughs> Skip Holtz. I mean, it's been said the whole time oh, that. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> that Very Frank over. Wilson is a great recruiter, and that was his job at LSU. He just never able to put the pieces together. So I'm really yeah. kind of worried that they hire a great coach and maybe not the best recruiter, and UTSA puts together two or three really good seasons while that talent is still there. I mean, it could leave when Wilson leaves, but and that's if he leaves. Oh. So the next step for the Bulldog football team, because we're not going to Boca Raton this week, will be the bowl game. Uh, Conference USA this year has a few different bowls in their lineup that could always change. There's the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl, the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. <laughs> I'm saying these sponsors intentionally because some of them are just hilarious. Then uh, just mute out my laugh. <laughs> it's there for a reason. The uh, New Mexico Bowl, no sponsor, I guess sponsored by the state of New Mexico, and it's just called the Bowl. Gosh. There's the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. That one's been the same for forever. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Love me That's a bad a boy mower. What's the Come halftime on, show? <laughs> What's the halftime show? The halftime entertainment is them cutting the grass. <laughs> uh, the SoFi Hawaii Bowl. Okay. The Serve Pro First Responders Bowl. That used to be the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl. Didn't they get canceled last year? It did, yeah. There is also the Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Juice <laughs> Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> come on and the walk-ons independence bowl of okay. course there are several others that we could get swapped into like we got swapped into the armed forces bowl the other a few years ago <laughs> i was said the other day that <laughs> my <laughs> god time, time flies um, do any of those sound like bowls that y'all want to be a part of or would, uh, one sounds well, better than the others or if you take away the uh, sponsor name then maybe <laughs> the independence bowl for me isn't the best possible option but in terms of keeping it close to home giving our fans another game to watch and potentially you know having a, a shot at beating a p5 school i i honestly really think we have a better option than that i think independence bowl is the most the most worthwhile endeavor yeah i i agree with that the independence bowl i think you know you get to play an acc team um so it's going to be a team like miami or unc or uh miami Kill Manny Diaz. Yeah, it, that would be that would be kind of fun. Um, Smoke Blake Baker. You know, so the chance to get to play a P five team, and then also when we went to the Hawaii Bowl last year, that's so far away. So uh, getting back into the the region there, um, having some recruits be able to actually like go to the game, see the game, have it not be at like eleven p.m. You know, that would be nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm all for the I'm all for the Independence Bowl. You know. I, I don't know what the other tie-ins are as far as like if there's another opportunity to play a P5, maybe the Heart of Dallas Bowl or whatever yeah. it's called. So now. the Surf Pro First Responders Bowl, formerly known as the Heart of Dallas Bowl, that one's lined up to be against a Big 12 opponent. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, playing in Dallas is always great because we get yeah. a lot of really qual. I mean, that we get a lot of the quality players, from the DFW area, and there's some great high school prospects out there. So that's always a good. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm mistaken, actually, because that game's played at Gerald J. Ford Stadium, which is the SMU stadium. So either that bowl changed ah. names or one fell apart and one came back together, but it's not the old Cotton Bowl stadium like the Heart of Dallas Bowl was. That's too bad. Love Cotton um, Bowl. Well, what it's I called was- the- it is called the first. Res- I just. I just looked up Heart of Dallas Bowl, and that is what it's called. Okay, so they probably changed huh. stadiums and changed names. or It's whatever. probably for the best, honestly. Yeah. I mean, get a smaller stadium. It's a little yeah, bit the, easier to fill up. The 2019 edition is scheduled to be played at Gerald J. Ford Stadium. Yeah. 
when uh, Tech played Army a few years ago during the Texas State Fair at that stadium at the old Cotton Bowl, that was fun just because it was during the State Fair. But when there's uh, nothing really going on there, it, it feels less vibrant of an atmosphere. So the 2019, yeah. I, I know this is not a podcast about the uh, the, <laughs> the surf, pro, surf Pro First Responder Bowl. But, <laughs> you got to save it for the offseason. Um, yeah, it, it, it's being moved there because the 2020 NHL Winter Classic is at the Cotton Bowl on oh. like January 2nd or whatever. So. They'll have huh. an ice skating rink there instead. Yeah. And those are the two bowls we've pointed out so far, the Independence Bowl and the First Responder one. I would have gone with the Independence Bowl, but I was kind of looking into it. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl will be against, I believe, and usually is the Sunbelt Champ, which this year will probably be Appalachian State, who will probably have a number next to their name yeah. uh, after next week. So it may be a situation like when we played against Navy a few years ago and uh, one of those other DFW Bulls where we're not playing a team that's in a, a P5 conference, uh, but we're at least playing against a, a ranked opponent and one that would look good to beat and see how good this team really is because we played some bad teams this year. I'm kind of curious how we'd be against a somewhere with, with our starting quarterback right? Be against a team that's that's not bottom of the barrel, but also isn't Texas. And even though Texas wasn't that great, we right. apparently this year, it's, it'd still be good to see that kind of, how good are we on that scale? That raises a lot of question marks. You know, if we ever, if we do kind of a season recap or whatever, I'd like to revisit that game because Texas, they went seven and five. They didn't yeah, have yeah. some, they didn't have some crazy good year. Although it's always fun to hear the announcers tell you, Texas is back, folks, in the first game of the year, only for them to stumble into mediocrity. Well, at least in, I mean, Sam Ellinger was so convinced after last year. <laughs> is there a chance that if we played in the uh, first responder bowl that we could rematch with Texas? I don't think. Ooh, I mean, I doubt they do that, but like, it's Big 12 tie-in, so... I don't want to lose again. <laughs> God, we would get. I think we would get crushed. Honestly, I don't. I don't think that we could compete against their athletes. So, sure hope that doesn't happen. So, Surfro first responders is the last one listed on the Big Twelve page. I'm not really sure if they go in order like some of the other ones do. Okay, so once the CFP has filled its bowls, Big Twelve bowl partners will make selections from the remaining bowl eligible teams. Following is the order of selection. Yes, so it's in order. Surfro is last. I can't imagine Texas falling to the last oh, team, even uh, if they, yeah, even yeah. if they were six and six, because you want oh, the yeah, fan base yeah. to come out to the game then who in the world could it be who went six and six did we get oklahoma state and no, Chuba Hubbard? They're eight and three. do, do you they're... want that oh no i, I do not that's what i'm saying <laughs> so they're about, um, they're about to tie the bowl eligible teams for big 12 this is assuming big 12 fails this bowl and they're not traded around going sure. from the top of the order uh the ranked teams are oklahoma baylor oklahoma state and iowa state you can probably assume none of those would go to this um then we only have texas and kansas state so my guess would be kansas state Oh, man. Hey, uh, we could lose in triple overtime again. Yep. <laughs> Oklahoma also, State's about to tie it up against Oklahoma. And maybe Texas would want to go to a bowl game that's in Texas. The second to last uh, bowl selection is the Cheez-It Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that's in Phoenix. You uh, can't I'm not really just sure have one. Which would be less prestigious if it was in the Cotton Bowl Stadium. Maybe Texas would want to play there. But since it's at SMU playing oh. in another school's... <laughs> that's like LSU playing in a bowl game hosted by ULM. Yeah. So, <laughs> so j- just a couple of things, real couple of things, real fast that are gonna get cut out of this podcast. One, <laughs> f- UAB. Yeah, well, yeah, f- UAB. Yeah, course. one, yeah, f- uh, UAB. Yeah, leave that the- in. Actually, no, <laughs> f- uh, move over to basketball real quick. Unless we have any final thoughts about this whole football situation, I'm yeah. sad. <laughs> uh, That's there's fair. A of, there's a lot of sadness, but come on, guys. There's nothing we can do about it now until we post another separate podcast, crying harder. But yeah, the recap season recap one's going to be mean, fun. 
But yeah, but we went thing, we went nine and three. We're gonna have a chance to go ten and three. So let's look at the positive. The thing the thing that sucks the most is that it's pretty clear that Tech is the best team in the West Division when we have Jamar starting as quarterback, and UAB's not that great. You know, they, I mean, I know they've had a backup quarterback going for a month or so now, but they lost to USM what thirty seven to two. I mean, God, yeah. and yeah, it I just mean, sucks. We did this to ourselves or whatever you know it man it sucks and uab i hate you and yeah and we're all gonna pull for fau next week uh fau should trash him if fau doesn't trash him i'll be surprised and wrong about uab i'll say that like i'm trying to take my bias out of this watching that game and seeing those defensive numbers throughout the year uh doing research for the blue tech blue stuff that i do just kind of seeing where they rank among kusa teams i think it was very good uh, like we we've dunked on lane kiffin a lot in the past and they didn't get off to the hottest of starts this year but this is a that's a game fau should run away with but you never know you never know you never know well in basketball this week gosh. speaking of sadness uh, Tech <laughs> fell to Indiana, the Hoosiers, eighty-eight to seventy-five. Not really too much to say there. Tech stood like stayed in the game for a while. They they fell down quickly. They were down thirty points or something like that at one point, and kind of worked their way back into the game. Maybe if basketball was played with three halves, they could have <laughs> could have made it a, made it a game close at the end. But oh well. Yeah, against a team that's supposed to be very good in Indiana is extremely good at home. It's well admirable, the, I guess. At the moment looks like the boys are up by nine against uh Sanford. i think that game isn't that game being played in ruston yes mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the so original we're... idea as they said on the broadcast was dave nitz was going to call the football game walk over to the tack and call the basketball game i mean he's still, but he mother could, nature had other plans he could still call the second half it's halftime yeah he's probably already back he could already get over there and get going i don't blame him if he wants to take a nap after <laughs> uh, we don't have any room for ageism in this podcast okay boomer i mean i want to take a nap yeah the score i have is, is halftime right now as we're recording tech is up 33 to 24 um yep. and then also coming up this week we have two road games so none at the tack which is weird we're coming back from thanksgiving and then okay, whatever we have uh we play on the road at mississippi state another bulldogs we go from the sanford bulldogs to the mississippi state bulldogs bpi gives us a 19.5 percent chance to win Lovely. Uh, Mississippi State has gone six and one so far on the year. They've beaten Ooh. FIU by eight and Sam Houston by nine. Those are two teams we'll play later in the year. Yeah. Um, and then following Mississippi State, we play Sam Houston State, the team that Mississippi State beat by nine. Uh, BPI gives us a fifty-nine point nine percent chance to win that game, and they are four and three so far on the season. Not too much to say about basketball yet. Yeah. Kind of still getting in the groove, yeah. and football is predominantly taking up most of our time. But at least worth mentioning those things as a, as we go into conference play in a little bit. The turn of the new year we can focus a little bit more on the basketball team and maybe try to sprinkle in some women's basketball talk too we'll yeah. do our best yes they uh they lost to old miss last week and i think they beat somebody too but i don't remember who <laughs> <laughs> yeah three and two they lost to uh old miss last week and beat uh loyola um of new orleans whatever you want to call them loyola of new orleans Loyola LA Wolfpack is what they're called. So how dare you steal that from Nevada? Well, Texas so far have beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. uh, And for the most part, lost to the ones that you'd expect them to lose to. They beat LSU, Alexandria, and Loyola. The surprise win, though, is against Memphis, just based off name recognition. I have no idea if Memphis has a good women's basketball team or not, but, but beating Memphis like that is 
is nice just to have a a, na- a win over a school yeah. people have heard of and then losses at wichita state and all miss like you said so so yeah <sighs> i have no idea how to end this show now because um i saw one one thing i wanted to point out the the football team went six and zero at home this year which hasn't happened since the 70s i think they said so that's that's pretty good that jmar wasn't suspended for a home game i guess but um <laughs> can't do any better than that so yeah you could so yeah i assume we'll be back next week after we find out what bowl we're going to yeah because that'll be uh, that'll be announced sunday night or sunday at some point that award the show that discusses all the bowl games i think is that sunday night but usually you find out things earlier than that and hopefully the independence bowl doesn't make us decide by wednesday oh god not like this (laughs) we are nine and three oh god we could know sometime this week, but I yeah. guess we'll probably wait for the official announcement to because well, we don't yeah. want to we don't want to be the guys on record saying Liberty Bowl book it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot God. of there's a lot of chaos. I predict going to go down next week because for, let's say something crazy happens, LSU loses to Georgia in the SEC championship game, then that's going to free up a lot of room because you got Oklahoma vying for spot. It's going to change a lot depending on what happens here. Uh, next week during conference championship for this week's uh tweet of the week since that's a thing we do that i forgot about until just now i want to point out the (laughs) latex sports report tweet that got conference usa to change their rules for the tiebreaker it didn't end up mattering it did not but to to tweet at the conference saying your rules make no sense here's a good suggestion and have them adopt it makes me wonder what kind of power (laughs) the the secretive latex sports report runner right who are these people yeah either that or who in the world's running cusa is like that episode of south park where stan tries to return the the margarita mixer his dad got and goes in there and it's just a bunch of guys cutting off chicken heads and throwing it onto a giant simon says board i mean like what that's what a, a episode. <laughs> what a reference. Yeah, it's not a Simon Says board either. So any South Park marks out there who listen, don't come after I You know what I meant. <laughs> I'd say just go ahead and go after him. But that, <laughs> but that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E. Or you can go to our blog. For more of the content we produce throughout the year and maybe some more about basketball now that that's getting underway we can distract ourselves from all this football pain that's at gtpdd.dog until next time i'm nathan if you listen to this entire episode i bet you feel like adrian hardy felt after he got speared in the nuts (laughs) (laughs) i'm evan (laughs) i'm the louisiana tech athletics council oh no (laughs) boo and i'm matt and until next time, go FEU. Please don't die. Yeah. Y'all. Please go owls. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think. Um, oh God, I lost it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Just like, just like Tech lost the title game, birth. <sighs> just like Tucker lost the ball in his hands. <sighs> um, oh God, Nathan, like you bastard, man! Come on. <laughs>